0: Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. I am a certified personal trainer, and I'm here to help you achieve your fitness goals without pain. In each episode, I'll share tips and strategies that will help you stay safe and pain-free while you're working out. I'll also interview experts in the field of fitness and pain management. So if you're ready to learn how to stay active and pain-free, then subscribe to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. Before we get started, I wanted to uh, give a special shout-out and special thanks to Stacy for supporting the show. Um, it is not always free for us to <laughs> be able to put this on, and I definitely appreciate the support. If this is something that you would like to do, um, I will put a link in the show notes for you to contribute to the show as well. But thank you very much, Stacey. You know I love you. All right, so on to part two of our FAQs for fitness. And um, I realized that I was kind of dipping into a topic that was pretty heavy duty, so I broke it up into pieces, and I'm hoping that it makes sense in the end when I'm done talking about it. So the question was, how do I stay motivated? I hear this a lot. People are curious about it, and... um, the only way I can say is that it's hard, right? You know that. And don't forget that motivation ebbs and flows, right? You are not going to be able to stay 100% motivated 100% of the time. Um, if that does happen, God bless you. Um, and hopefully you're, um, you know, not pinned uh, full throttle all the time and, you know, are crazy making, you know, kind of behaviors that are going on there. Anyway, sorry, that was a little mean. Anyway, my whole point is that, look, everybody has moments. And my feeling is that if you are motivated 100% of the time, there's usually something that is going to knock you off that uh, pedestal or, you know, the stand or whatever you're standing on to, to keep that kind of attitude, right? You're going to have a child that gets sick. You're going to, you know... Um, you're going to get sick, you're going to get injured, there may be something that happens and then all of a sudden the motivation goes, right? And the motivation has to go when you're sick because how are you supposed to get healthy? And um, otherwise you're going to torture yourself while you're sick and that's probably going to delay you returning to regular um, workouts. So just make sure that you understand, right? Before anything else, why like motivation is going to be what it is. And, um, there are ways to ensure that you're able to do the things that you need to do on a regular basis, but just don't hold yourself to a high standard where you feel like you're, um, a horrible person if you didn't make your workout or whatever it is. So one of the things is just making sure that you have a clear goal. Like, why are you doing this? What is your thing? Um, I have a client who wants to do a pull-up. And that is something that she's been working on and it's kind of cool watching the evolution of it and I think that that's pretty neat. That is a good goal to have because it's something where it's really freaking hard but then after you do your research and you look at it and you you know examine it from all angles, you realize that it's not that easy but there's things that you can do to build the strength to allow you to get there. And that could be fun for some people. They like the challenge, Right. Some people may be lifting a certain weight, Um, you know, being able to deadlift a certain weight. It could be being able to run a race, right? For a lot of people, starting a 5K is a big deal. And getting to that goal is something that could be motivating, right? You may do it with your friends or you may do it with your um, children. There's a lot of reasons for people to do things, but a lot of times having that set goal is going to help you get there. And it's also going to help you stay motivated before you get there because none of these are easy goals, right? They're not something that you can go out tomorrow and go, I'm going to run a 5k and you've never run in your life. Some of you may have that God given talent that you go and you do it and you're like, okay, that was cool. And then you go back to sitting on the couch. Some of us have to train for a lot of weeks to be able to do that, right? That's why they call it couch to 5k, right? It's because a lot of us are sitting on the couch and this is what we're doing. So that's always a good thing. Is having a clear goal. What is motivating me? What is the, the standard that I'm shooting for? What is something that I want? Do I need a plan? Well, there are many people that wander out in the world and you need to know who you are and whether or not you need a plan. Are you somebody who goes shopping and you wander up and down every aisle? And then when you get in the car and you drive home, you realize that you forgot what you originally went to the store for. That's me. And I need a plan, right? I need to know what I'm doing every day. I need to know what days I'm working out. Um, I need to put them in the calendar to make sure that I don't overlook them because for whatever reason, my calendar is important to me. And if I see it in the calendar, then I go, oh, I got to do this because it's in the calendar. I'm a checker. Off kind of chick, and that's something that um, I need to do. If you're somebody who doesn't need a plan and has it tattooed in your brain, then you're good and you could do that. But if you're asking me if you need a plan, then you probably need a plan. Just saying. All right, should I mix it up? Right? And I say hell to the yes, right? Variety is the spice of life. Doing the same thing every day gets played out, boring, horrible you know whatever you want to say so mixing it up you know some days you're going to work out alone some days you're going to work out with friends some days you're going to work out in a new location or you're going to try something different maybe you go hiking instead of running you're going to or you go to a different gym or you're traveling so then you end up going to a completely different gym or maybe you try swimming you know instead of lifting or whatever it is my belief is that the more things that you do, the more things that are in your toolbox, and then that allows you to have more choices. And then if you're not feeling motivated to go say lift weights, maybe you're go you're motivated to go walk with a friend and do something, you know, of that, right? So you're still moving, fantastic. And you're doing something different, which is keeping you going and that way things don't get old. What about fitness journals? I love them. I use it um, easy enough. I do on my phone. I have, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Map My Fitness. Um, there's, I've mentioned before, there's Strava. There's things that you can do if you're not that type of person. Good old pencil and paper is fantastic, right? Grab a notebook and just start writing down what did I lift today? Oh, I did this, right? So, you know, I lifted five pounds and then, you know, a couple of weeks from now, you may go, oh, my workouts are flat. I'm not making progress. And then if you go look back at your journal and you're like, oh damn, I started off with that with five pounds and now I'm lifting 15. That's, those are motivating factors. You're like, oh, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. Right. I am making progress. Right. Kudos to me. High five. Right. Those are the things that you need to do. So sometimes a journal can be motivating and plus it's nice to keep track of things and if you forget you know oh I didn't do that exercise oh I should do that you know so sometimes having a pre-plan post-plan all that kind of good stuff it just helps you um, understand what you're doing and it keeps you on track should I hire a coach well if you're asking that question then it's probably a yes right because if you're self-motivated or you do have that innate desire to do different things, um, you may be okay. Now, if you want to do something different, even if you're motivated, right, you may need a coach, right? I don't suggest that you go run out and do a triathlon without consulting with people, right? You know, whether it's other people that have done triathlon, whether it's a triathlon coach, right? There, You need to have an understanding because it is um, – I don't, I want to say weirdly complicated, right? You know, cause you go, oh yeah, I know I got to swim, bike and run, but there's all these little things that you don't factor in, right? Like what do transitions look like? What are transitions? You know, what, am I going to drive around wet, ride around wet? What am I going to do? Right? So there's these things and sometimes having a coach will help clarify those. Plus they're going to give you a specific goal to shoot for and to make sure that you finished the race, not being destroyed and wanting to do it again. Or sometimes people like to feel destroyed and still want to do it again. It's really up to you. But I think that having a coach, if you need one, or somebody to dial you in or to make sure that your motivation is good or even using a coach as a, a accountability partner is not a bad idea, right? Again, it's it's the things that you're capable of doing. Some of you may not be able to afford that, and you have to factor that in. But I will tell you there is a gazillion YouTube. uh, uh, What is that thing? TikTok. There it is. TikTok videos, all those kinds of things that are out there for you to see. There's workouts there. So if you find somebody that you like to follow and they mirror your, um, you know, uh, your accountability or your um, motivation, then that's somebody that you follow and then you do their workouts and then you'll feel better. So um, there are some Also, uh, you know, I put it down under other weird motivating factors. So when I was training for my half Ironman, I was watching a series on Netflix. And it was one that I really, really wanted to watch. Of course, as I'm talking about it, I cannot remember the name of the show. But anyway, it was, I can't remember if there were a couple of seasons. There may have been a couple of seasons, but I was really into it. And I made a pact with myself that I was only allowed to watch that show when I was on the bike trainer, um, you know, weather wasn't fantastic. So I was doing a lot of my riding indoors at the time. It was early in my training sessions. And so that was the thing. And, you know, there were times when I was watching Netflix like in the house and I, you know, you go to your screen and you see like, oh, continue to watch. And I wanted to watch it. And I knew don't watch it because you're only allowed to do it while you're on the bike. And that was enough to get me back on the bike because the bike is torture, especially when it's not going anywhere, right? It's not torture when you're riding out in the world, but when you're sitting in your garage and you're just spinning for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, sometimes it could be kind of painful and also kind of boring. And so having something that you're looking forward to, um, to watch, you know, it doesn't have to be something to watch. It could be a book on tape. It could be a podcast. It could be music, Right, but I would say make it something unique that you don't do every day, so that it feels like a treat. Oh, I get to have this while I'm doing this. And again, you know that may be something for you. You may go, no, nah, that's not for me. Um, ultimately, you want to educate yourself, right, on what you're doing and and how you're doing it. Some people find that once they get educated, that becomes a motivating factor. And, um, you know, I put it down here, like educating yourself and then scaring yourself because sometimes your family history can be motivating, right? If everybody in your family is, um, morbidly obese and have a history of health problems to go along with that, moving your body may seem like a very viable function or function, very viable goal because you don't want to be like that right you don't want to be uh, at a place where you're unable to move your body or things hurt as a result of not moving your body and that's something to um, definitely consider I know for me um, you know my family on my mother's side has a history of heart stuff and so I know that for me I want to make sure that I'm moving and I'm keeping things going and that I'm staying healthy. And then, of course, I'm you know, supplementing, supplementing that with getting regular checkups and all that other stuff because I don't know if I have those factors. As of now, I don't. My siblings are a completely different story, but they also lived a very different lifestyle. I've always been athletic, and that isn't the case for them. So I don't know if it's that or genetics, but sometimes that's the case. You know, if your family has something that may be scary, sometimes you can avoid it by moving your body. Obviously, there's you know, genetic dispositions that you cannot avoid by working out, right? You're not going to, um, you know, if you're somebody who's diabetic as a result of your pancreas not functioning properly, you're not going to make yourself not diabetic by working out, right? But you're also, what you are going to do is you're probably going to support the rest of your body so that, the tools that you and your doctor have decided that work for you in terms of managing your diabetes get dialed in with the workout right and that is a lovely goal to have right is to make sure that you're you're healthy because again diabetes is one of those diseases that is very strange right some people get afflicted heavily right? You can go blind, you, you know, you lose feeling in your hands and feet, you know, all those kinds of things. And that could be very scary. So delaying that onset may be a good thing for you. And again, this is somebody, I don't want people and I, and I don't know how to avoid this, right? It, it, because there are going to be certain people who are going to listen to this and they're going to go, my motivating factor is going to be losing weight. And I don't think that's a good motivating factor because if, I don't know, it sounds bad. If you are doing that and it doesn't work out, or if you're somebody who has had a history of dieting and doing whatever, working out isn't going to necessarily be an option. And It may help you. It may be motivating. I understand this is controversial as it's rolling out of my mouth, but a lot of times there are deeper reasons why you may be struggling with weight loss or maybe you're not struggling. I don't know, but I I think that there's more to it and that running on the treadmill for three hours is not going to make you necessarily feel better about yourself for an extended period of time. And again, I understand this is controversial and people may not appreciate it. And I can't, I'm, I just have a hard time because I feel like working out to lose weight is not a good enough. Why for that? And weight loss is a hugely complicated system. And I imagine anybody who doesn't um, like their weight right now would love the idea of, oh, I just don't eat that cracker and I'm going to drop 10 pounds or I'm going to get on a treadmill and it's going to be fantastic. And it's not that easy. You know, again, there are other things around it and the social emotional aspect of it needs to be addressed as well. And it can't just be, you know, this is why I want to work out. But... If that's your jam, then that's who you are and you probably already turned it off and don't want to hear anything more <laughs> that I have to say. But, you know, again, it's like I said, it's just my opinion. This is my thing, you know, and I I want people to work out to be healthy and I have no blueprint for what health looks like for you because everybody is or all different shapes and sizes. So just keep that in mind. Um, overall... Doing things, right? Working out, moving your body, you know, socializing with friends uh, while you're doing these things. I want you to be patient. Um, you know, it, you obviously didn't fall out of shape in a minute, so you're not going to be able to get back to shape in a minute. So, again, motivation ebbs and flows, so does your body. So, you have to be patient and you need to be kind. Right, and think about the ways that you talk about yourself, think about the things that you say, think about if somebody compliments you, if you dismiss it or you acknowledge it, Um, you know, just be kind about your progress and about the time that it's going to take you to progress, right, because you don't want to uh, have unrealistic expectations for yourself. So... There are different ways to stay positive, right? You could put your little mirror messages on there, right? Little sticky on the mirror of like, you're doing great, you know, thank you for being you, whatever it is. You can get an accountability buddy, a little high five action, send a motivating text, um, those kinds of things, just to kind of get you what you need, you know, where you need to be in terms of doing it. And some days you're just not going to feel like doing it and that's okay. So, Again, and that is, again, where I'm asking you to be patient and kind. So whatever you decide, my goal, like I said earlier, is for you to move, right? I think that movement is the key to everybody's health. You know, sitting in front of computers for 10 hours a day, not going outside and seeing the light of day, that is not a good thing, right? So getting outside, moving your body, and then you decide what are the things that you want to do. So anyway, that's it for today. Um, If you enjoyed the podcast, do not forget to rate and review and I will catch you later.